snowblower, Toro, Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. We're learning some new uh, regulations that apply to the world of streaming and podcasting, aren't we? Yes. Well, and I'm being very serious here. As yes. I understand it, as I understand it, we can still play. Uh, let me just pick one here. Okay, here we go. We can, I'm, I'm being serious. We yes. can still yes. do this. Some people go by there, and there's great big bubbles. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. but we yeah. just can't play this. You got any biscuits for sale in there? Nope, that's, that's, okay. that's going to be hard it. to resist. I get it. Yep. That's not going to be a problem. You mean our, own, folk- our own drops are just as good as anything we've stolen from Hollywood. True. Right? Yes. All right. That's we have our own cast of characters. You're that's saying that on September 10th when people can go to garagelogic.com. It's going to be all our own world. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Yes. Uh, and it's probably going to be even more fun. Yes, there's a couple of restrictions here and there, but we're basically unrestricted. Well, people are keep asking me, does this mean you don't have to go satellite anymore? I, I don't think I'm going to go down the road of starting to drop profanity. It's not your style. I want to stay on the on satellite. Right. Get it? Plus, put the, me on satellite right now and I'll tell you what I think. Well, the, the, <laughs> plus the, the beauty of, of going satellite is how far can you push it without going on satellite, like right now. Damn. You can say damn. Whoa, what, what is that? I hope uh, Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey Who comes along. the ringer on? What? How dumb are these people working here? Why is there a... What? I don't know how to turn the ringer on. May I get to the oh, show, please? God, yes. Huh? What do you got? I hope Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey comes along. Uh, he, God almighty. Well, it's off to Well, at least Reavers will know when the phone's ringing. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, he, serving the role of a chief offsite correspondent, he took it upon himself to answer the question we had yesterday, what uh, kind of boat and what powered it to pull that pyramid of 80 water skiers? Yep. Right? Yes. And he said, don't know about the 80 water ski boat, but here here is a video from 2013 when they pulled 60 people and the boat used three 300 horsepower Evinrude motors. So he's, wow. th- this is what a chief offsite correspondent does. He fills in the blanks that you you guys won't do or don't know how to or can't or won't. Filling in the blanks. And the original offsite correspondent does only wants to be referred to as the original offsite correspondent. He doesn't want to be referred to as the former offsite correspondent. Okay, but let's let's clarify something in in what you just said about the staff. It's not that we can't because mm-hmm. we we could. Yeah. It's just that we won't. <laughs> we're capable. Because it's Kelsey's job. Right. We're capable of doing it. It's not that we can't. It's just that we won't. This is gonna, you know what? When it gets this close to the fair mm-hmm. and you're making preparations, mm-hmm. and now is when I'm getting the, the text back, can we move this? Can, uh-huh. I need to go there. Yeah. I just want everything to be yeah. normal. I don't need any ripples right now. Did you now. get any response on your help? 
Did you follow up on that? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh-huh. I'm gonna. I need to send an email. That's and that's one thing that's killing me. All right. Anyway, mm-hmm. our own GL geologist. She'll stay with us. The lake detective. All our characters are going to remain. I would hope. Our own GL geologist Stacy says, "Good morning, boys." I listened to the podcast of yesterday's show and also saw the articles you mentioned. While I agree with the scientists that say a seven-magnitude quake will hit Yellowstone, it's sort of a going-out-on-a-limb statement. I think it's safe to say that a seven-magnitude quake is going to hit thousands of places throughout the world. The issue is when. Mother is currently rumbling. Below are a few of the large ones. The last one came this morning as in, and is an aftershock in Venezuela. Stacy will be at the fair Friday. And uh, oh, she will. I think Stacy is a candidate for you know what. Really, GL Hall of Fame. Yeah. Well, she sure as hell helped us out with a lot of offsite correspondence. Let me make a note. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Seriously, what's, Sir, what's the problem? We're really trying to turn off the. Uh, somebody turned the ringer on. Okay. And we normally don't use the ringer because it's annoying. Right. And yeah, like you're trying to do a radio show, but some of these idiots that have started working here don't. Seven point three near the coast of Venezuela. That was this morning. Six point seven Vana Vanuatu. Vanuatu. Yeah, Vanuatu, where Survivor was. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have known that. I know you. Six point two off the coast of Oregon. Five point eight near the coast of Venezuela, and then that aftershock today. Seven point three. These are uh, serious rumblings uh, by mother, and of course, what they're inspiring. And uh, the reason Stacy is the GL geologist is because uh, she would prevail as a cooler head. What these uh, earthquakes are uh, portending is much talk of the big one. Okay. Much talk of the big one. And that's, uh, I know they can't predict it, but what brought us so much closer? More awareness? Or did we always know this? I mean, in recently... Did we always know what? What what bring bring us closer to what? Uh, um, what brought this newfound awareness in the past year or two that this thing was here and could potentially? Well, I'll go. tell you why. A large swath of earthquakes hit the Pacific, so-called Ring of Fire, earlier this week, prompting some to wonder if it's a precursor to the often discussed massive earthquake, colloquially colloquially known as the big one. 69 earthquakes, including 16 tremors registering 4.5 or above on the Richter scale, recently hit the ring of fire, according to the U.S. Geological Survey. Uh, Several of the quakes registered significant impacts, including one that hit 5.0 and shook the area Tuesday morning around Fiji. Uh, The quakes have not hit the western coast of the U.S. Well, it did off the coast of Oregon today. Uh, which sits on the Cascadia subduction zone, the fault that stretches from mid-Vancouver Island to northern California. The recent tremors have sparked concern that the big one could be near, uh, according to uh, the USGS. Okay, I've always told you, if you want to worry about something you can't do anything about, worry about this. Yeah, right. And there's no point in even worrying about it because you can't do anything. The Ring of Fire is a 25,000-mile horseshoe-shaped ring accounting for approximately 90% of the world's earthquakes, according to the USGS. The region also contains 452 volcanoes, more than 75% of the world's active and dormant volcanoes. 
Though the USGS did not issue a warning, the recent spat of earthquakes in the Ring of Fire could eventually cause some problems for the western part of the U.S. and other close regions. Uh, University of Santa Cruz professor Emily Brodsky said earthquakes and volcanoes can interact before adding it's unclear how much the string of earthquakes we've seen in recent months are connected. Uh, But as our own geology Mm -hmm. um, expert notes, geologist Stacy, Mother's swimsuit area is, is rumbling significantly. Just significant. And we don't know uh, at what point, you know, what's it supposed to be rumbling about? That's it's, a good point. You know, we don't know. I don't know. We don't, I don't know, know what the scale is. What's the temperature today? Temp right now? What do yeah. you got, Reeves? 81. 81, brah. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but isn't that a lovely temperature? Well, that's what it is now. And the air uh, seems freer of the uh, haze than it has been for a few days. And we've lost the, the dew point has gone down All considerably. And it was very important to her that her husband see us. Right. For a variety of reasons. And I want her to know, or any listeners that might know who John and Annette are, she called but didn't leave a return number. Yep. I want I want them to know we don't do the fair uh, on Labor Day. Our last state fair show ever will be the final Friday of the fair, a week from this Friday. The 31st. That's right. Right. If you make it to the next Monday, we will be there, but not on Labor Day. This no, this we, upcoming Monday. We'll do the first Monday of the fair. Correct. Uh, but about 20 years ago, we uh, we stopped doing the Labor Day edition of the show, and we've Longer maintained that. that. We've maintained that. Uh, Annette emailed, by the way. She did? Yes. Oh, well, then uh, I'm wasting my breath. I'm sorry. She said yesterday at around 9.45 p.m., she says, Good Lord, I'm the hot mess that called on Monday morning and cried into your voicemail. John, my husband, is falling apart because your show is no longer be carried. It's going radio. to be carried, though. You're going to be yeah. able to hear it, John and Annette. I emailed her back. Yeah. Well, did she? So we are coming to see you, hopefully in person, this coming Monday oh, okay. at the fair. Please know that I am not a stalker. <laughs> Well, you are now. That's your third email in about two days. So, And you were crying, so of course, officially. The Mexican national accused of murdering college student Molly Tibbetts in Iowa last month lived in the United States illegally for several years, but apparently was still able to pass a government system designed to weed out illegal immigrants from obtaining American jobs. Christian Rivera, 24, was arrested and charged with first-degree murder Tuesday after the body of Tibbetts, a 20-year-old University of Iowa student, was discovered in a cornfield. Police said Rivera was in the country illegally and an immigration detainer was placed on him after his arrest. His employer, Yara B. Farms, confirmed Tuesday that Rivera worked at the farm for four years and said Rivera passed the federal E-Verify check which is intended to maintain a database of I-9 forms and tax records of employees across the country. Uh, David Lang, one of the owners of Yerby Farms, said in a statement that all documents regarding Rivera's employment have been turned over to authorities. Yerby Farms is owned by the family of Craig Lang, the former president of the Iowa Farm Bureau and a former GOP primary candidate to be Iowa's Secretary of Agriculture. Hmm. E-Verify has prevented a lot of illegal aliens from getting jobs. It's the best system out there. Former ICE acting director Thomas Holman 
said Wednesday, though he added that there are ways to beat the system in rare circumstances. I would be interested to know this. Did they really run this person in E-Verify and what failed, he said, meaning the farm that employed him, apparently. Okay. Immigration officials have not confirmed if Rivera's identity was entered into the E-Verify database. Uh, Authorities have said he arrived in the U.S. illegally from Mexico at some point between four and seven years ago. Uh, I have one hope for this whole story, mm-hmm. and I, I this is totally sincere, that our current sitting president does not tweet about this at all and handles this immigration thing with complete grace and I, doesn't I, take I, the I, low road. I, 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 think you've, I think you've already lost that, but I don't know. He spoke last night. Yeah. I, okay. I didn't know. Well, there's ways that... On Twitter. I mean, on Twitter. Right. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't care which party you are, depending on what interests you are uh, backing. uh, Unfortunately, these kinds of tragedies are often politicized. I don't care by either side. Right. They do it. But it seems to me... It is uh, it is a reminder that we are uh, we have in the salon in this country many people who think we don't need anything at the border. It's this everyone's welcome. This isn't our country. This is everybody's country. So when, when you enter legally, yes, it's everybody's. Yeah. Uh, E-Verify is an online system run by the U.S. government to provide employers with a way to check the eligibility status of workers. The automated system checks records from the Social Security Administration and Department of Homeland Security to make sure an employee is legally allowed to work in the U.S. In other words, this guy was not legally allowed to work in the U.S., but somehow scammed this E-Verify system. Well, and when well, this, he can't even speak English, I don't know how he might have scammed the system. When this person says there are ways to manipulate that. I'm sure that this guy knew how to manipulate that. Well, there's more here. There's more here. An an enrolled employer, in other words, an employer enrolled in the E-Verify system, all all they need is the employee's name, date of birth, and social security number. Aside from some federal contractors, E-Verify is completely voluntary for most employers. Uh, identity fraud is the most common way illegal immigrants and unscrupulous unscrupulous employers try to thwart the system, said Jessica Vaughn, the director of policy studies at the Center for Immigration Studies. The illegal worker could present a fraudulent identity that will pass E-Verify, she told Fox News on Wednesday. And an employer or hiring manager who knows that the identity might be sketchy could look the other way. Well, wouldn't that be ironic that a staunch Republican uh, in Iowa with a, with a major league farm, what, what if it turns out that they look the other way? Hmm. There have been cases of inmates selling identities because they are incarcerated and don't need them. Uh, while the details regarding how Rivera may have gamed the system remain unclear, Vaughn said many of the cases prosecuted in the past have seen an illegal immigrant simply purchase fraudulent identities. I wonder, we don't know why this evil person snapped. And apparently he's been here a long time without having previously snapped. Hmm. Or I wonder if they're now looking at him for for, uh, uh, cases they might have that are unsolved. Right. Uh, Just a minute. Well, and we don't know, I mean, we don't know the gist of what happened, but apparently he was following her and she was somewhat familiar 
because that was on her jogging route or route. Mm-hmm. And um, okay. when she said, I'm going to call the police, apparently that's when he, uh, he went after her. How long have we been on the air? 25 plus years. 25 years and May, June, July, August, four months. A good friend of mine who knows perfectly well I'm on the air just called me. He gave you a buzz? Yeah, I'm not going to pick it up. Oh, you, really, you think he's that close? Is he really that close? Maybe he doesn't listen. Maybe he just lies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll maybe, be listening to the podcast soon. He can call you whenever you want at garagelogic.com. Maybe he still thinks you're on at three. Right. Well, he, he should know get the memo. Oh. <laughs> but we do have in the salon uh, the idea that here in St. Paul, the mayor wants wants a hundred grand to pay uh, an immigration lawyer to help the people who are here illegally. Why are why should the taxpayers have an obligation to pay for the legal defense of people who are here illegally? I'm not suggesting I want any children taken from a family. Right. I. I am merely talking about this from a fiduciary standpoint. Which he was going to be really tight with the money. What obligation does a taxpayer have to provide legal counsel out of the taxpayer's money to help people who are here illegally? Zero. I I, I would say zero. We have zero obligation. Is John Height ready? John Height would be ready right after this short. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Oh, Stacy, Stacy, the GL geologist, just emails this just in. They're going to feel this one. 5.3 magnitude earthquake has hit Marquila, Mexico. That would be south of Acapulco. Huh. Ooh. Oh, wow. And John uh, Height is in the newsroom. But first, John, uh-huh. Reavers. Yeah. <laughs> I, e- I forwarded you a. An email from our uh, official Garage Logic demo derby guy. Oh, Matt. Matt. Yeah. And uh, so post the pictures of his completely beat up car. The attached pick is the car. Uh, is the car I took. The attached picture is the car I took third out of over twenty cars in Owatonna this past Sunday. Nice. Tough derby, but the GL car held up. I won points again this year. So just like. Uh, this year, next year, all my entry fees are free. I appreciate the years of listening to you guys in the air. My dad got me listening to you guys when I was about 15, and I'm now in my late 20s, and I'm proud that I am the official GL Demo Derby car driver. I'll keep writing GL on my cars, and we'll listen to the podcast. See you guys at the fair. Cheers, Matt. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Sunny and 81 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. <laughs> Does it dilute was that right? Pat? No. Well, yes. He no. was uh, he was hijacking one of our staff yeah. members. Staff some members. things I won't miss. Wow. Some things I really won't miss. Uh, Duluth, uh, you and me both. Duluth <laughs> Trading Company. Uh, maybe he could break up the podcast. Just walk. Hey, I'm just hanging out. <laughs> what uh, you guys down the hall? What's going on here? What? Uh, I had some extra time. The DA is gone. The uh, Duluth Trading Company is bringing you this update. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Uh, the Twins beat the White Sox 5-2 to two last night. They're playing a day game today, and the Twins are off to a quick start. Uh, they're in the bottom of the first right now. The Twins lead 2 to nothing on a two-run Jorge Polanco home run. 
The Twins' 2019 schedule announced, by the way. Uh, they, these could be a little chilly. They'll open the season with a three-game series against the Indians at Target Field. Absolutely absurd. March 28th. Absolutely absurd. 30th. And 31st. I'm sure there's an algorithm. Uh, it's probably tough to arrange all these schedules. Uh-huh. Uh, but you'd think the first place they'd start is you put everything above the Mason-Dixon line below it. Yeah. Right. Every team above it, below it. Well, even after that, they hit the road for 10 days. Yeah. Listen to where they're going. Kansas City, Philadelphia, and New York to play the Mets. So those could end up pretty chilly, too. Yep. Philly and Jeez. New York, especially. Uh, there are uh, interleague games, 20 of them. The t- interleague teams that will visit here next year are the Brewers, the Mets, the Braves, and the Nationals. They'll all come to Target Field. News notes from today. Update on a story we had yesterday. The Chisago County Sheriff's Office has released new information in connection with a recent scam investigation. Uh, it turns out, according to the department in their Facebook post, the woman who authorities originally thought was leaving notes in rural Taylor's Falls with a phone number directing residents to a Bank of America recording was actually legitimately in the area as an individual subcontracted through a company that contracts with a mortgage company. The sheriff's office went on to state an Ohio company contracts with many national banks as well as contracting regionally with states who contract with individual mortgage field inspectors. The department says those mortgage field inspectors then visit individual residences to finish work ordered by the bank, typically done during a foreclosure process. According to the Chisago County authorities, mortgage field inspectors are required to submit background checks, carry credentials, and clearly identify themselves. The Ohio-based company is working with reps to determine why Bank of America was unable to validate one of their phone numbers. The department encouraged residents to continue calling if they do encounter any suspicious behavior or situations. Minnesota-based Target reporting strong sales growth, both at stores and online, helped by remodeled locations and new delivery services, as well as the stronger economy. Like Nordstrom, Walmart, and Home Depot, it also raised its outlook as retailers benefiting from shoppers spending more freely. The company also joins a slew of other retailers that are enjoying the results of their efforts to spruce up their stores while expanding online services to meet shopper demands for convenience and speed. The focus ran counter to forecast that store retailing is dying. Target saw sales at stores open at least a year. A key measure of retailers' health rise 6.5%, the strongest growth by Target in 13 years. Traffic in stores and online rose 6.4%. That's their strongest showing since 2008 when it first started releasing that information. Online sales soared 41%, surging past the 28% jump the previous quarter. That's good news, isn't it, John? Very good news, yes. President Trump today slamming his former longtime personal attorney, Michael Cohen, for striking that plea deal with federal prosecutors admitting to campaign finance violations and implicating the president. Uh, He did uh, send out some tweets. This was the first one of the day. Uh, When I get out of bed, I I check tweets right away. Mm -hmm. I thought this was rather humorous. He tweeted, if anyone is looking for a good lawyer, I would strongly suggest you don't retain the services of Michael Cohen. Mm -hmm. That was the president's first tweet of the day. With a rim. What time was that posted? Uh, That was posted, uh, I saw it about 7.45 and it was already up. So uh, it was early, definitely early. At the same time, the president tweeted in support of ex-campaign manager Paul Manafort, who was found guilty on eight tax and bank fraud counts just as the Cohen plea deal was being finalized. Amid speculation of a possible pardon for Manafort, the president praised him for not striking a deal with prosecutors. Okay, newsman, you better have the answer to this. Oh, gosh. Uh, Cohen, it, what Cohen admitted to, uh-huh. apparently, was using campaign money 
to pay off the two dames. That's bad. That's, that is is bad. that how you understand it, Jen? That's how I understand it. But I also, apparently there's another, uh, you can't pay money to uh, help. Uh, oh, boy. What is What, what did I read Volunteer this campaign? To, to help the election of an official, you can't give money that isn't documented. There. That's what I mean. Okay. So uh, giving that money to these two women would help the president's campaign right. because they wouldn't right. come out with their story okay. and they didn't document it. If Trump had it to do over again, uh, he shouldn't have uh, paid these women because what would have ultimately have happened is no one really would have been surprised had they come forward. Probably I mean, we, not, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yes. In, yeah. other, words, in other words, he he has an uncanny knack for making things worse for himself. He's on wife three. I yeah, mean, it's, 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 it would not have really shocked anyone to learn that some playboy uh, model uh, wanted to make waves by saying she had an affair yeah. with Trump. So he really, uh, he really didn't need to go through these machinations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Cohen's lawyer says Cohen is willing to speak with special counsel Robert Mueller about a conspiracy to collude with Russia during the campaign. Lanny Davis told MSNBC that Cohen wants to tell Mueller that Trump knew of the infamous 2016 meeting at Trump Tower and the Russian hacking of Democratic institutions before they took place. Uh, last month, the source told the New York Post that Cohen was present when the president was informed by his son, Donald Jr., that Russians offered dirt on then-candidate Hillary Clinton. At that time, the president claimed he didn't know anything about the meeting because nobody, quote, told him about it. Arlington National Cemetery has been evacuated today as authorities respond to a bomb threat. The cemetery said on its social media pages late this morning that all families, visitors, and employees had been evacuated safely from public buildings and work areas. The threat is being investigated. When Aretha Franklin died... She didn't have a will or a trust. No. Neither did Prince. I, th- I know. Why not? I understand if I don't have any money. So you I are, go, you're covered then. Yeah. I, you can divvy up my, you can roll some dice for the robes that I have. <laughs> but uh, I don't understand this. Her four sons have filed a document listing themselves as interested parties. Franklin died last week, of course. In addition to her sons filing, her niece has asked the court to appoint her as a personal representative of the estate. It said under Michigan law, if an unmarried person dies without a will, his or her assets are divided equally among any children. Franklin's lawyers represented her in entertainment matters for nearly three decades and told the paper he constantly asked Franklin to do a trust, but she never got around to it. Attorney Don Wilson said I was after her for a number of years to do a trust. It would have expedited things and kept them out of probate and kept things private. Wilson is Franklin's attorney in copyright matters, song publishing, and record deals. He will be consulted on the estate planning purposes. He said while he doesn't have a dollar figure on the value of her assets, the lack of a will means the finances will become public in Oakland County Probate Court. Uh, so, does she have any money in the bank, John? Do we know? I would. I don't know. Uh, we don't know. But I mean, I, I got I to gotta think she made a, a pile of money. Yes. I, have I, I have we agree. learned if any of the... Uh, Former Prince family members have decided they are Aretha, Aretha's uh, kids. right yeah. relatives, but they just don't want to be tested. Is Dave Dahl available? Please. US LLC. You know, baby, I know you think we can make it all work out. You cannot stop him. You but just make like it is. Joe Sujure. I don't want to make this any harder. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're at 81 degrees right now out there. It's going to warm up to about 83 or 84 for the afternoon high. Lots of sunshine today compared to the last few days. 
Uh, it feels good with all that sun. Uh, looking for temperatures to uh, cool off again tonight. Low down to 60. Tomorrow back up to 80 at least. We'll probably be a little bit warmer than that. May have to bump that up a couple degrees. And then on Friday, some showers and storms develop. They're going to develop as early as late Thursday night. Last on and off through Friday. Friday's high 75. We're back up in the middle 80s for both Saturday and Sunday. Right now, Saturday looks like the driest day of the two this weekend. Some scattered or isolated showers are possible late Sunday and Sunday night. Monday and Tuesday. Monday gets up close to 90. It will be hot and humid. Some isolated thunderstorms developed by Monday evening into Tuesday. Wednesday, it cools down, looking for lower 80s by the time we get to Wednesday. Today, though, going for a high of about 83. Right now, we're at 81, Joe. Thank you. Uh, Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey uh, notes, here's what happened just in July in that country to our south with which we don't need a protected border. And this is from the Los Angeles Times. 2,599 homicides in Mexico just in July, which would put them on a pace for 31,118 for the year. Just for reference, there were 17,250 homicides in the U.S. in 2017. Total U.S. population, 325 million versus Mexico at 125 million. Hmm. The uh, restaurant where the Democratic Socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez previously worked. Yes. uh, Closed in part due to policy she supports. Uh Uh-oh. Is this windmilling? Of course. Democratic Socialist Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Monday lamented the closing of the Manhattan restaurant she worked at as a bartender before running for Congress. The bar is closing largely due to policies Ocasio-Cortez advocates. The coffee shop, a Union Square staple for the last 28 years, permanently closed its doors Monday. In a posting on Twitter, Ocasio-Cortez commemorated the time she spent there. The restaurant I used to work at is closing its doors. I swung by today to say hi one last time and kid around with friends like old times, she said. I'm a normal working person who chose to run for office because I believe we can have a better future. You can do it, too. We all can. Uh, Well, okay. The coffee shop co-owner, Charles Millite, revealed to the New York Post in July that his shop was ceasing operations, forcing him to lay off his entire staff of 150 due to state-mandated minimum wage increases and skyrocketing rent prices. The times have changed in our industry. The rents are very high, and now the minimum wage is going up, and we have a huge number of employees, he told the Post. Increasing the minimum wage to a living wage is a central campaign issue for Ocasio-Cortez. In fact, she not only believes the federal minimum wage should be at least $15 an hour, but she advocates for a federal jobs guarantee because she is a Marxist socialist. Uh, Her campaign website states a federal jobs guarantee would create a baseline standard for employment that includes a $15 minimum wage, full health care, and child and sick leave for all. Since winning her primary election in June, Ocasio-Cortez has defended her support of raising the minimum wage despite the effects it has on businesses. Hmm. Uh, well, it's, it's being debated here. It, it's, the wheels are turning here. This is where we need the pushback. To raise the minimum wage uh, to 15 bucks an hour. And that, that can have... We've discussed this numerous times. That that can have all sorts of unintended consequences. Uh, that could put people in higher tax brackets, and then they wouldn't be able to afford the taxes. Uh, it could put 
could put people out of work. Uh, It could uh, cause people uh, who have a car but live outside the city to maybe drive into the city to get a job, and thus you are uh, depriving the people you presumably are trying to help when you sit around the salon. You're presumably trying to uh, help uh, city dwellers uh, who you believe do not have a sufficient wage. You might be putting them out of work or see them lose jobs to other people. But you forget uh, that it sounds so good in a speech, Joe. It sounds good in the salon. Yes. It sounds good in the salon. And you're a, you're a hero, even though with business you have to dot your eyes, cross your t's, and there's a there's a final bell. Well, the likes of this uh, knucklehead Ocasio Cortez, they have to be pushed back again. You have to push back. Uh, uh, I'm going to say something that'll probably get me in trouble with a lot of people. Careful. I believe Trump does less damage to the country than the mystery will accomplish. How's that? Let me absorb that. Despite his blundering and his character weaknesses and his his uncanny ability to attract unsavory lawyers and friends, and uh, despite his shortcomings, I believe he will cause, he, he can't, he will cause less damage to the country than the mystery. I think I understand what you're saying. I fear the mystery. I fear the Ocasio Cortezes of America far more than I fear Trump. How's that? Okay, I I I would agree with that too. I that's I think that's uh, a, a a wise statement. I don't even think that's going to get you into trouble. That's hard to argue with. Yeah, Trump Trump does not intend to fundamentally erase the concept of America. The mystery has that as its mission. What Ocasio-Cortez is up to is not American. It sounds it, it sounds caring, and it sounds virtuous, and it sounds like she's certainly willing to rule from the salon, but what she's advocating is an increasing takeover of that which we used to know as the United States of America and turn it into a country that is not the United States of America, thus the mystery. Hmm. I don't believe Trump is capable of bringing about the mystery. I'm not sure he knows what it is. I think he does instinctively. I think he instinctively knows, if you could peel back the layers and get into his head, I think he instinctively knows that what we call the mystery, I don't know what he'd call it, right. what, he, what we call the mystery is afoot. That game is in play. I think he instinctively knows that. And, and most of what he's done ideologically and in policy has been preservation of the United States of America as we know it. Uh, yes, I doubt if he wishes to erase history because there there are there are rules to follow. Well, he's in, in, no, it's <laughs> no, not canonized. No, I'm not going to canonize him. I'm not sure. canonizing him. He's he's a mess. He's a mess. And right now he's really getting whipped from all sides, right? With the uh, Manafort and Cohen uh, situations. But I, I, I'll just stick to my claim. He can do the country less harm than the mystery will do to the country. Okay. Right? Right. Got it. In its simplest form. I tried to keep it in its simplest form. Yeah. And that's, you're, you're dumbing it down. I have to because I'm... Right. You know. For me, 
Well, for appreciate it. Feel for me too. No, I, I do no, appreciate no. it. No. That's good. University of Garage Logic, 98, College of Self-Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Suchere. Can you imagine the bustle at the fair right now? Oh, the last minute, uh, it's like the Santa's uh, workshop. The elves are, are working <laughs> tirelessly. A fellow named L. Todd Wood has written a piece for the Washington Times called How to Destroy a Society. Okay. Uh, it, written from the standpoint of one who does not wish it to be destroyed. Uh, and it got me thinking. I read it, and something began gnawing at me. Gnawing. Okay. Gnawing away. Gnawing at me. Uh, and I, ca- I can't start it now. I'm running out of time. But you, you're going to want to hear what he has to say. And then I found what it was that was gnawing at me. Hmm. That's a, a word, gnawing. It's just it's constant. G-N-A-W? Yeah, just constant. Like I, when I picture gnawing or imagine gnawing, I think of a muskrat eating a rope. Oh, I, I would think of a dog on a uh, well, yeah. a healthy bone. That, okay, I'll go with that yeah. too. But I've had experience with muskrats eating ropes. Really? Oh yeah. And they get they gnaw on the on the rope you is what you say. I can get you a muskrat by three o'clock. Hey, Garage Logic is going to be live at the Minnesota State Fair Thursday, Friday, then Monday through Friday. If you want to learn about the podcast, go to garagelogic.com I can't stress that enough learn more on how to get it garagelogic.com 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul Minneapolis it's 81 degrees it's absolutely bluebird if you want to know how to destroy a society stay tuned to find out